I prayed last time. Why don't you pray this time? Okay. <laughs> the Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, as we are out in the world, living the lives you've given us to live, help us to offer you all the work of our hands, all the movement of our feet, all the bustling that we find ourselves in, that even in the mundane things, we may offer our hurts to you, offer our actions to you, and keep us ever in the folds of our hearts. Through Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In the fields. Well, you can tell I've been getting ready for uh, adult formation. You have. You have been getting ready. It's going to be fun. Well, I was on my way to the gym this morning. And yeah. when I got to the gym, I was really excited because I saw the best of Columbia newspapers were stacked in the corner. And so... Did you pick us up like eight copies? No, I, I made a show of walking on the treadmill and reading <laughs> and reading it. <laughs> and then I stopped at our advertisement. And then more importantly, I stopped at, at our winner's write-up. Because St. Martin's, according to the Free Times, is the best house of worship in Columbia. <laughs> I'll I'll plug in some like sound effects of people cheering here. Yeah. What? <laughs> there's a piece of me, and and I hope that to the world you hear Caitlin and I laughing because there's a piece of us that that finds this to be a little bit ridiculous that there is an idea of the best church. There's a piece of that that is wrong and 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 just silly. At the same time, um, I balance that piece of it with. The idea that many of you who listen to this podcast and many people in the community vote for us year after year. Mm -hmm. And so. Um, and apparently a good number of you. Yes. Yes. We won by a lot. Yeah. And so um, I, I, there's there's two pieces of it. One is just sort of the silliness that there is a contest of uh, all services in the, the community. And then that there is a winner, um, but there is no loser in this. It, I, I, there, there is a little piece though. Where like you've driven around some of those little southern towns, you we want to say that like oh the churches don't compete to be the best, and then across one street you'll have, you know, the word of God is the absolute truth church, and across the other street you'll have the actual absolute church. You know, like we're all. Oh, well, first you Baptist and first second Baptist, Baptist and... Eighth and, Baptist. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, we're all kind of doing it. Well, once they get past second Baptist, then they go to, like, Calvary Baptist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we... Yeah. I like the fact that we do good work. And so, um, I'm just grateful for everybody who voted. Thank you all. And we try to do a lot here at St. Martin's. And I'm... <laughs> Once again, excited and humbled and just really laughing at the funniness and silliness of all of it. Yeah. Well, and there's there's something really humbling for us where, you know, I was just at the eye doctor this morning and they always ask you, like, so what do you do for work? And I was like, oh, I work at St. Martin's around the corner. They're like, oh, what do you do there? I'm one of the priests. You're the priest of that church? Like, even just running around town here, everybody kind of knows who St. Martin's is. It's exciting. It is exciting. It's very humbling to be like, yeah, I serve those people. 
But yeah, yeah, it is humbling and uplifting at the same time. So um, thank you again to everybody who voted. Uh, but it's not just about us. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just about us. It's about the church. And so what what makes a good church, Caitlin? How, right? how do you be the best church? Yeah. How do you be the best church? Oh, we were just talking about this a little bit before the mics went live. Um, and there is something, too, that there there is no one best church because if one of us is doing well then that raises the tide for all of us right if the if the water level raises all the boats go up so if one church is like really doing the gospel well then in fact it means that all of us are reaping the benefit that's right the love of jesus is being shared with everybody yeah and so mad respect and love to like downtown church right now i've heard they're doing some amazing things yeah they're cool love it glad that they're doing it um, so being the best church is really so like always pushing that edge of how do we share the gospel more? How do we share the gospel better? Yeah. How do we share it more clearly? And I think that the first piece of it is how do you share the gospel? Well, worship. Mm -hmm. um, and, and churches that I believe have good, clean Christ-centered, Jesus-centered worship tend to do pretty well. Um, and for whom that's their identity. That their identity is the is worship is root. Their identity is rooted in worship. I think is really really important. I hope that we do that well at St. Martin's. I think that we do. Um, we certainly try. Yeah, worship services that start on time. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Because, uh, and folks, if you don't know that uh, one of the things at St. Martin's is that 15 minutes before the church service, we pray with our acolytes and then we go out and greet people. But we like out on the sidewalks outside of the front doors of church, um, we greet people as they come in. But we have somebody who comes and gives us a two minute warning and we start our 1030 service starts exactly at 1030 every single Sunday. Mm -hmm. We walk out at the third bell. For the eight o'clock service, we have a bell tower that that does eight bells. Obviously, at, at eight o'clock, we start walking out at the third bell every single eight o'clock service. Yep. Church services that start on time are a really big deal to me. Yeah, um, because I think when you start starting at ten thirty one and then ten thirty two, it just gets easier and easier to sort of slack off on it. And I don't know about you, but have you ever been to a church service that started ten or fifteen minutes late? I not only that, but I've got stories that I will not tell on the pod. <laughs> okay, they're not about me, but yeah, I mean it's it's um right if you're visiting a church for the first time and maybe you're kind of nervous and you don't know anybody and then you're sitting there and you're looking at your clock and you're looking at your clock and it it doesn't start like when you're like that just feeds into that that feeling of like oh my god what am I doing here. Like, why am I why, here? Why am I here? Yeah. And it's hard. I, I'm all for silent prayer. But when you're visiting a church for the first time and you're kneeling and praying, it's. You could be like the biggest church mouse and there's just the nerves of like being in that new space, you know. Right. And so part of worship is is respecting. Um, I mean, as Jesus says to do it, they're respecting the stranger, loving yeah. the stranger. And so Christ-centered worship 
starts on time, um, but then tries to do a really good job of focusing the service on price. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through sort of corporate worship, I think the number one way Christians grow their faith, I believe in reading the Bible, I read the Bible, but I believe that... I was texting you Bible verses last yeah, night. <laughs> but I believe that we 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 grow in faith through corporate worship. Mm-hmm. And... That's where we hear the call of God. It's, it is. Um, praying together in community is where we hear the call of God and as as both individuals and community. And this always, I always have my friends who are fellow hunters and fellow fishermen and those sorts of people who always say, well, I find God in nature, which is why I wasn't there on Sunday. And to them, I like to say, me too. Mm-hmm. But I learn about God. And I grow about my, I grow in my relationship with God through praying with other people, through hearing great sermons, through laying myself bare at the altar, just kneeling in the confession and and confessing my sins to God. And um, one of my friends once put it that God is absolutely in nature, but it's easy to find God out there because you're not being reminded that God is also in your neighbor. Which is much harder. That's a good one. I like That's one of friend. those you, you come across it and you read it and you're like, that was written for me. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. And so, but yeah, you grow in your faith through worship. Mm-hmm. And then out of worship and sort of spiritual and, and faithful growth, I think you build community. Uh, and when those three things stay in the priority list of, of, of faith in Christ, worship, and, and, and growth, community happens and when community happens well really special things start to happen that's where yeah. you get the cool service projects mission projects that's where you get pastoral care and taking care of your your neighbor taking care of the person who sits next to you on sundays that's where you get um some of the fun things we do like foyer groups and foyer groups pig roasts yeah you get the fun out of that but it, it has to come from a place of, of, of faith and worship, um, when it, when the priorities get out of whack. Yeah. Like our, and it's right. The priority is worship, but that's also where identity gets rooted. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if you asked folks in around St. Martin's, you know, what makes St. Martin's special or what makes St. Martin's St. Martin's, you're going to get a lot of different answers. Um, and I know that even just by posing the question, there's there's going to be like six or seven of you that email us to let us know what the right answer is, you know. Um, but right, like you're going to get a lot of different answers. And that's because at the core of it, those are the inroads into our true identity and our true identity is in Christ. Right. And if our true identity is in Christ and then people, people meet us out in the world and see the way we love and all the different ways that St. Martin's loves through our ministries and our people then what they're really seeing is christ in our love they will know we are christians by our love mm-hmm. well and I, as you think about identity i've seen churches where they their identity becomes some other thing gigantic garden outside or the thrift store uh-huh and when that becomes the identity well that gigantic garden is wonderful you're not producing more food than, let's say, the food bank. 
Mm-hmm. So that your identity is secondary to something else. Or the thrift store, you know, the church that's known by their wonderful th- thrift store. Oh, Goodwill, Salvation Army. Like they're going to be doing it better. They just do it better. The food bank is going to be doing it better. You know, the the Pride Council is going to be doing it better. Like whatever the thing is. And so, right, Christ-centered worship has, that's, that's the one thing that Christians and churches can do better than everybody else. Yeah, which is what cracks me up about the Best of Columbia thing is that Best House of Worship is listed under the services section. Sir. <laughs> which, right. like, what is the service that we're providing? The service we're providing is a place for people to worship together. It is a place and to pray together. Is second to that. It's and so I, I think that we part of the reason why we do well year after year is we keep our priorities straight. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a lot of faithful people who help us keep our priorities straight. Yeah. Um, you know, it's we have an interesting church, and all churches are like this. All non for profits are like this. But I love getting, um, I love getting the random email from somebody who hasn't been to worship in months with a complaint about something that's been in the e-messenger. Um, and, you know, or a spelling error. I love when I get my spelling checked. Yeah. <laughs> you did this wrong. And for that person, church has quit being about worship. It's about all the things. Mm-hmm. And um, I want those folks to know that I invite them to come back to worship to see what good things are happening. And, and, um, I know that when I've been, we don't get voted best church just because we have good grammar. Right. Uh, if that was the case. We would, we would not would be, be winning really probably. <laughs> God bless Allison for trying to keep us in line. Keeps us straight with that. But, the, the come back to worship, come experience it. I know that it's really, I, I think the two scariest things for church membership is one when you're going to visit a new church, mm-hmm. the anxiety. I know that people look at us online and listen to the podcast and then make a decision to come. So there's that anxiety of going to a place for the first time. And then, but the other thing is going back to church after you've been gone for a long time. Yeah. Will it be the same? Will it feel the same? And to. Is anybody going to shame me for not having been here and the anxiety that that produces i think yeah visiting a new church and then coming back to church are two of the hardest things that christians can do but i want to say to people is it will it be the same no probably not will it feel the same i think so it's sort of like putting your hands into a set of gloves that you haven't worn um since last winter yeah. Uh, your good gloves, your good warm ones yep. that you know yep. that they feel the same every time. Um, they might be a little bit different, a little bit more worn, um, but they, they feel the same. It'll feel good coming back. Um, nobody right. is going to shame you. Uh, nobody is going to shame you. And it's going to feel good. And if they good. do, you bring them to us. <laughs> I don't think anybody would. No, not in this place. I don't think anybody would. But uh, well, and, and right, like the church is going to change. We've had a lot of new visitors through the pandemic. So when you look out into the pews on a Sunday, you know, the 
the group of people looks a little different than it did in 2018. There are a lot of new faces. Um, but Jesus is the same. Like, we haven't changed communion. And we probably never will in any no, meaningful way, right? Like, the the important parts remain. The The reason we gather together remains. Absolutely. Even if the the salt on top it's changes a changes bit. yeah so well yay we're winners hey <laughs> whatever that means i don't know let us know what y'all think about what makes it what makes a good church what makes a great church mm-hmm. um tell and, us and a, how do good churches become great churches yeah how do good churches become great churches how do you push that edge and um you know, if you have a memory of a great church or a great time in church, oh, yeah. share those memories because uh, and share them in the comment section because um, out of those memories can come good ideas for our future and for other people's future. Mm-hmm. So share the memories. What was great? About... When the water level rises, all the boats come with it. Absolutely. And so thank you again uh, for all the boats, but. Thank you for participating in in the ministry of worship at St. Martin's. It's a special thing. It's the privilege for both of us, for sure. It's, I've said it before. It is the greatest privilege of my life to be rector of St. Martin's in the fields. It is um, next to being married to Denise and having the ch- having our children. Being rector of St. Martin's is a job that I'm just so grateful for what people have done for us and for our family and for the chance to to worship with you all. Um, it's it a real good list. It's a great privilege. I mean, it is just, we, our family is grateful for St. Martin's. So, um, yeah, I think I can leave it at that. I think we can leave it at that. Love y'all. Bye. This is a podcast of St. Martin's in the Fields in Columbia, South Carolina. Pay us a visit here on campus, come worship with us on Sundays, or visit us online at smifsc.com. Be sure to like, review, and subscribe to this podcast on your podcast channels, and leave a comment. Let us know if you like this episode, if you like this format. We want to hear from you. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.